I say the word pleasure, what arises within you? I'm guessing there's some stories and desires and all sorts of feelings. I know for me, I can feel a little eek, a little outside of my comfort zone because today we are talking about Tantra and sacred sexuality and pleasure. And Tantra is all about feeling pleasure in every experience, activating all our senses, and then opening up the spectrum all the way into sacred sexuality where we're merging all of our energetic centers in our body, becoming one physically and with source and God. So if this sounds juicy, it is a big, big topic. And I asked my friend and just an amazing, amazing, powerful woman, Marina Jova Rex, to come and explore this with me today. She is the founder of Embodied Feminine, and she really helps women remember their feminine essence and power to elevate that divine feminine, to feel safe in reclaiming their power and their purpose. And she just has so much experience as a yogini and a coach in shamanism, in tantric mystery schools and shamanic sacred sexuality. So we are inviting in a very safe container and we are going to help unleash this pleasure revolution that is her passion. And I just can't wait for us to get started. So let's, let's jump in. So Marita, I am so excited to have this conversation with you today. And I want to just jump in and have you throw out some words, some feelings. When, what comes to you when you hear the word pleasure? Mm, oh my God, pleasure. Pleasure just wires my brain, puts an immediate smile on my face, a smile like in my womb, and just opens up my heart, really. So it's exciting. I want to see the world through that lens of pleasure, actually. Uh, and like, I'm getting more and more curious about where else can I experience pleasure and what's available. So good. And so talk to me a little bit about, because I'm sure when some women hear the word pleasure, there's also words like naughty or um, sleazy or some of those kind of words come up as well, right? Stories that we've heard, things that we've embodied. And I'm just, I'm curious, how, how did you get from any of those kind of messages to the place where it's like lighting you up and wiring your brain in this other way? Yeah, that's a great question because we got to track back history always to see how did we get here? What happens when things like what you're asking exactly, like how do we make that gap? And I think it's tracking history of like, um, we've been under the spell of patriarchy for thousands and thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So um, there was a lot of judgment that has been like placed on women, unfortunately, and women placed on women still today mm -hmm. for their sexuality. And I actually think it's in North America that we jump into 
sexuality like really fast and we kind of like forget about the good old pleasure that's out there uh, simply so i think it's a lot of conditioning definitely that we can unpack and stumble upon first so being curious about what is on the way even unpacking these little judgments that we have upon oneself or upon other sisters um you know and for sure but i think it's it's a myth that you know women are sugar and spice and everything nice yeah. and that's like a really old version of it it's like like as we unpack the the divine feminine right now we are wild we are chaotic we are emotional we are creative there's so many layers to us and i think women have been stuffed into this little box of you know we're there to you know be nice or you know offer pleasure much. to our too much yes absolutely so it's it's unpacking that um yeah there's still a lot of stigmas and and beliefs like if, even clinically a lot of doctors still believe that like you know there's so little room for female pleasure actually mm -hmm. i don't think we researched it enough or it's not like widely known even for women themselves so that's why i'm really excited to dive a lot deeper and have this conversation yeah me too because i mean you've just said so much there so i'm going to bookmark a few pieces of that and i'd love i'd love for you to tell me a little bit about your own personal journey of unpacking that like how did how how did you get to a place of saying like i want more pleasure in my life and having that be tied into your exploration of sacred sexuality because I feel like from what you've shared with me that was kind of unexpected for you like you didn't necessarily just wake up one day and say oh yeah I think I gotta I think I gotta go explore my sexuality and and what pleasure really means to me I think lately I've been coming out of my closet more and like speaking about this and having these conversations because I've been reaching new levels of my own like orgasmic nature and what's available, like how many areas and what's available in my own body. That's been fascinating. And yet it still feels like I'm just scratching the surface. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I've been drawn to it. Like I, I was tracking it back, like back to university. I wanted to do like a minor in sexuality. Mm -hmm. And then when I started doing coaching um, with Landmark Education, I also wanted to specialize in love and relationships, intimacy. So it's been something that's been always on my radar, like a natural curiosity. And I mm -hmm. think for a lot of us, you know, back in childhood, like we're naturally curious. Sexuality is this life force that's inside of us. And somewhere down the line, it's been like, don't do this, this is not appropriate. So I think some of these doors were closed for me uh, for some time. And um, then my journey trickled into teaching yoga and meditation. And I became this yogini uh, in white robes. And it was all about heart and going upwards. So mm -hmm. ascension into, minds and God and you know spirituality Wait a more. <laughs> but it had nothing to do like sexuality and spirituality were so far away from each mm. other like they did not live in the same room for me so that was a long journey to actually I was on a vision quest when I received a message that the next most holiest thing for me would be to go and study Tantra and then share that with women and I was really, really not happy when I heard that message because in <laughs> my head, it was not not what I was looking for. It was like, yeah, they did not connect. Yeah. But I'm glad I did. 
And then that's when my work, my personal work started unpacking my own stories around that mm -hmm. and all the shame and the guilt and, you know, that, that whole slabang. So, so I'd love for you to just like share, you've gone on this journey from being on a spiritual path and then weaving in the sacred sexuality, the pleasure part, like what, what's changed in your life? What, what has happened as you've really invited more pleasure in? Um, everything has changed. It's like there is life before and there is life after. Um, and I, I like to say like for the last decade of my life or so, um, I've been tracking shadow and looking at how to improve myself and, you know, what else can I discover? And lately has been I want to spend the next decade of my life tracking pleasure. Mm. So when I see everything from that lens, I mean, everything changes. I have stronger boundaries. I can ask for what I want. Chances are I most likely, most of the times, get it. Um, I have a different relationship with my body as absolutely holy, divine. Um, I see that with my clients too. When they start tracking pleasure and unlocking pleasure in their bodies, they start falling in love deeper with themselves. Mm -hmm. And when women love their bodies genuinely and, and releasing and, and you know peeling off these layers of perfection or how to, you know, be prettier, sexier, all those like, you know, social conditioning, that's, that's true love. Like when we can truly be turned on and in love about our own selves, it's you become lovable to everybody else. Yeah. So it's a game changer for myself and, and for women that I work with. That's what I see. It's like, you're not waiting for something or someone you're not at the mercy of someone or someone to give you that pleasure or love. You just, you are it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That is not dependent on a partner. And I know when you and I started having these conversations a few months ago, I was in that place of like, oh yeah, what about more pleasure in my life? And as we started to explore it, I was like mind, mind blown because my spiritual path has been so much around the emotional processing and the healing and like looking at all the places that aren't working in our life or aren't holding that we're holding ourselves back and when you opened up that doorway to say wow pleasure can also take you down that spiritual path and I'm like doesn't that sound more fun and enjoyable <laughs> than only looking at of course I find great value in looking at all the stories we carry inside of ourselves, but when you actually bring in the pleasure part too and the enjoyment part too, like that's wow. So I'd love for you to unpack a little bit because you said, you know, there we tend to compress that range from like pleasure to sexuality. And you, you talked about there's like a lot before you actually get to the sexuality part. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about like open up our eyes and give us that vision of like, what does that really mean to have a full range of pleasure and then that takes us into sexuality but it doesn't necessarily start and end there i would say like the first invitation that i have is releasing the, the to getting somewhere like the goal of mm. getting somewhere so there is pressure as, long, as soon as we put pressure on a goal or something it just locks women's bodies and it, it locks us somewhere that's why a lot of women can't even experience like higher realms of orgasms or the ranges of orgasms because of that, like, ooh, I need to get pregnant or I need to, you know, I only have 20 minutes. Like we're living in a very quick paced world. So mm -hmm. 
um, releasing uh, releasing all pressure is number one. The second one is, it's like, yeah, it's like ceremony. You can't rush ceremony. <laughs> you can't rush pleasure. So it's really, it's, it's kind of like dropping into like, whether it's, it's taking the first sip of your coffee in the morning. Like, can you open up all of your senses? Can you touch it? Can you feel the heat? Can you smell it? Can you appreciate, like, have that anticipation, the longing before you even take the first sip mm. of it? So I think it's unpacking senses it's building up uh different sensations in our bodies and that yearning for like what's available before we get to sexuality so our bodies are conditioned uh, you know by everything pretty much so it's how think I'll, I'll just invite women to be curious about like what's available before you get to um sex before you get to penetration like how much pleasure can you actually experience in different areas of your body? Mm. There are different erogenous zones in our bodies that are so alive that haven't been touched or unpacked. So curiosity uh, goes a long way there. I love that. Like just like to drink in the sunset or to really like have the pleasure of like snuggling with my kiddos or just like, like all the other ways pleasure could come to us. So I am, I, I feel like I have a little listener sitting on my shoulder just being like, wow, that must be nice. Like, where do you find the time for this? Or if I don't have a partner that's open to like slowing down and exploring more pleasure, if I have kids crawling all over me or too much work to do, like, what would you really say to them in terms of how, how do you how do you open up to this if you just feel so stressed and overwhelmed by the intensity of life? Well, everything starts with intention, right? And unless we make an intention to do that, unless we make time for it, nobody's going to come knocking at our door, giving us half half of a day off or a full day for pleasure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we've got to block it out. Um, I'll invite people to go to a little sacred sexuality or a tantra class that are widely available everywhere now, just to get your foot in the door and see like, okay, what, what else is available? What, what else can my body do? I personally have these nights with uh, my husband once in a while where we're like, Let's just do a pleasure exercise of 30 minutes, no penetration, and just literally tracking and exploring our bodies like one person at a time, like queen night, king night, mm. and see what's alive in your body. And really for women, I find also it's uh, tracking safety underneath it all. Maybe we can speak a little more into that, uh, but it's, yeah, I want to answer your question. So it's making the time and not rushing it. So really give yourself like at least 30, 40 minutes to just be with yourself. And again, there was a conditioning there to either go into uh, like the famous word, uh, masturbation, uh -huh. which is a complete brain fog. Like the word masturbation is like you're harming your, your body. So mm -hmm. I want to like remove this word altogether from our language, our vocabulary and use pleasure. Like what if pleasure was your your quest for the for, right. for that exercise? So have these practices of just pleasure for yourself without penetration that goes a long way that you can dive into more and explore more of 
And then there are nights where you just, you know, go into your regular lovemaking with yourself or your your partner. But I want to say for women that don't have a partner, women are so multi-leveled, multi-orgasmic that once we can also like wake up these energies within ourselves, like really from like the chakra systems and feel it feel it in different senses also not Mm -hmm. just in our genitals but like the heart you could actually experience a heart orgasm or a throat orgasm where you can bring energy all the way up here it can feel extremely expansive and amazing so once you can unlock your own body for pleasure it's very easy for a partner to follow you Mm -hmm. actually so I love that because you're giving a range. You know, if the pleasure is enjoying your coffee in a different way, enjoying your shower in a different way, invite that in. If it's exploring self-pleasure in a different way, bring that in. If you have a partner and you feel safe and comfortable opening up that doorway, bring that in. So I'd love, I'd love for you to talk a little bit more because I know, um, I know when my husband and I make love, we often, I often feel like we're merging with each other that like our hearts are literally merging our souls are merging with each other and i hear you use that word full body orgasm which i know you can do by yourself or you could do it with a partner but for some women i'm sure like that's that's not a concept or they've never heard of what that is as opposed to just having like a genital orgasm so why don't you why don't you Explain that a little bit more for women who are going like, what, what are these guys talking about? So full body orgasm would be, yeah, experiencing um, your energy centers in your heart. It can be solar plexus. It can be, again, throat, third eye, and ultimately opening up to the divine. You're opening up to source. You're opening up to Gaia, to the earth and making love with um, the sky, the earth inside of you. And that is counterintuitive to the traditional like orgasms that we are programmed to have. So usually what happens is we get tight in our like genitals probably mm-hmm. and we hold it and it's like, oh, just don't go anywhere else because I'm mm. afraid to lose it. Mm. So that'll take a little bit of deprogramming because you got to, it's counterintuitive. You got to relax right into it and let the energy pick you up kind of like tracking energy in meditations, we can do that, where we bring our awareness from one center to another, but doing that with a body that's a little more aroused. So again, allowing yourself to play with that fiery energy of like, ooh, where does it wanna go? And sometimes I'm like, I'll move my shoulders or my rib cage, and that feels orgasmic. Mm. So that's energy moving through our bodies. Yeah. So allowing that to, to move, explore, um, and track that. And again, there are different types of um, things that will tickle people the right way and yeah. open people up. And for a lot of women, we're actually very visual. So we need like either visual stimulation or we, we need an experience or something or a context uh, that will take us uh, there a little more so visual is one thing. So, so thinking about things you can add to feel good, things you can add to explore pleasure. It can be um, aromatherapy. It can be lingerie. It can be um, maybe some sexy stories that you could read that are conscious or get in the mood of like, you know, opening that door up for yourself. A lot of us are actually energetic. 
especially intuitives, um, you know, people who feel, a lot of us are actually very, very energetic. So you can like, so for some women who think that they don't feel or they can't get there, a lot of them are not just physical, but we need to tap into these other realms of senses, of energetics, um, kind of doing like a little Reiki session of waking up your energetic body first, opening up your senses. It could be again, like smell or touch, a little tickle, different textures as well. So curiosity goes along. Beautiful, just like opening up possibilities and other ways to explore that. So I'm, I'm really curious to loop back to the to the safety part because I'm just imagining because this is a topic that feels um, not a lot of people necessarily have had conversations about it or had experiences with it. So how how do you start from that that foundation? How do you really you know if if you if you're listening to this and you're like ooh something's being peaked in me but it also feels a little like is this okay to do or how do I do this in a way or it feels vulnerable to bring it up with your partner or even with yourself? Like how do you start with that sense of safety or how do you bring that to this exploration so that you're not like feeling completely dysregulated as you explore it? Yeah, yeah, that's a a big question. Um, Tracking what contracts your body first Mm -hmm. and very often you know, again, we're conditioned to either plow through it because we've done it for so long, mm-hmm. you know, so whatever doesn't feel comfortable or like I say, full body, yes, on all your levels, the mind, the heart, the yoni level, any maybes are a general no. So if we can start respecting mm-hmm. that, like give yourself a time frame of like, let's say a month, you know, a full moon cycle of just exploring safety in our own body. And that goes a long way. Nobody's going to give it to you. But again, tracking these places of where am I crossing the line? For women, very often we'll paint these uh, maybes into yeses. Very often Mm -hmm. we'll turn them into yeses. Oh, but it's it's my husband or it's our, you know, it's our date night or I don't really feel like that. But, you know, I'll make it work, you know. So I think tracking pleasure in your body is one. But underneath it all is also understanding where what's a maybe for you mm-hmm. and general rule and maybe is a no you can even try this with your food like just yeah. connect intuitively with your food and and feel what's a maybe and what's a yes because anything that's that's a maybe or a no you're 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 closing doors on bigger yeses so that's the f- the flip side is like we think if we're gonna say no it's like we're building these fences all of a sudden but that's not how boundaries work. It's like they will open up. They turn into bridges. You make it, it, I think it's our sacred job to make it safe for ourselves. To make it safe for ourselves. Again, nobody's going to do it for us. Mm-hmm. But um, tracking your own safety is, is big. Um, if anything feels like the body's closing and, and locking, this is the time to really take it slow. Slow it down. And maybe that's going to be it for the experience or for the moment, but honoring the nose, even doing like little exercise. If it's with your partner, again, it can be a scheduled, like, mm-hmm. you know, an exercise where it's like, okay, for 20 minutes, let's just track yeses and nose on my body mm-hmm. with clothes on, like make it super like simple and super safe because once the clothes is on, once their bodies are aroused, 
you know, we tend to move either too fast or in directions that are a little more irrational sometimes. Yeah. So I find like going back and slowing it down and make it like uber safe, you'll be surprised. And in another flip side, like especially our partners, like people want to like please you. They want to be good to us. So partners are there like especially um you know men are really there to please their women so much if it's a heterosexual um container so trusting that whatever you ask for is going to be a sacred yes like they want to they want to serve you uh like the queen that you are and safety goes a long way safety is like that it's not linear it almost like we can respect these baby steps of safety and then it that's that's where my experiences went into like wow experiencing like such levels of orgasmic pleasures that I was not even expecting because the safe zone was so big yeah. I felt so safe I'm really hearing that message of just like slow down right like if you're drinking your coffee like slow down to savor it if you're exploring self-pleasure and it starts to feel a little like ooh, too much like slow down if you're doing it with your partner slow down so i'm curious this just keeps coming back around so i'm just like curious if someone is in a heterosexual relationship they're with their partner and they want to bring this even up i can imagine how tender and vulnerable that it might feel and not wanting to trigger that like criticism of like something's wrong or I'm not happy. Like, how would you how would you coach someone or how, what would be that kind of script to be able to say, like, hey, honey, I really want to explore more pleasure. I want to bring some of the sacred sexuality into our our sex life, our pleasure life. How 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 do you recommend doing that? Oh, such a juicy question. I love that. I say blame it on us, blame it on the podcast, <laughs> we'll blame take the it blame. <laughs> on your pleasure coach and just say, hey, they just offered us this little exercise. I would love to try it. Mm -hmm. And setting a container for yourself, that's something that, that is not familiar to your practice. Mm -hmm. And bring out senses. Senses like are my favorite, favorite exercise and everybody does well. You can do this uh, with women, with uh, your partner, of course. Um, but it's unpacking your senses of smell, taste, uh, maybe a little blindfold because mm -hmm. that will awaken your other senses and uh, different feathers, different textures, dress in layers. And I would say just set yourself a safe container where you feel safe, you feel good first. And one person can serve, the other person can receive at a time. And turn this into an exercise, literally, where you don't just fall into a routine, into something that's familiar. Mm -hmm. And track your yeses. Track your no's. No's are as sacred as the yeses. And the many whispers of the body, the body begins to like whisper first, into like, oh, mm -hmm. curiosity, what's alive? Maybe a little more over here. No over here. No to this taste. Um, play with it. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just, I'm just thinking too because I know I find this to be so true in my relationship. Like any time that I'm wanting something to shift or wanting something more, maybe there is some initial resistance as I bring that up with my husband. But he also, there's also usually something in him that it reflects, like 
like, oh, we've fallen into a rut with like how we have sex. Like we wanted mm -hmm. to do something different. And yeah. by me saying like, oh, I want more pleasure. And I and I love the part about the container because I, I watched that show on Goop around, you know, I don't know what it's called, like Sex, Love and Goop or something. It's on Netflix. And they were talking about this idea of like exercises and containers. I'm like, oh, I'd never heard that before. And just to be able to say like, hey, it's date night and um, we're gonna like give each other a massage and just say like, yes, I like that or no, I don't like that. And whatever, whatever the exploration you wanna do. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. wow, that's so brilliant because it, it just felt like it wasn't as vulnerable to just say like, hey, there's anything goes, we're just trying to do something different versus saying like, hey, here's something specific we can explore and see is it, do we like it or do we not like it? And it just brings back that like playfulness and that curiosity. Yeah. Another thing that comes up is for myself personally, when we've set those containers and playing and exploring them is for women, like for myself too, is not being afraid to explore the masculine side in you. As you can, you can also like, you know, ask for what you want. Mm -hmm. And that's a very masculine way of really asking for it, almost like doming, like really, okay, go over here, do a little bit of this, mm -hmm. like a little bit of direction there. And it's, it can be like very new language for women. Yeah. The first times I was doing this, it was like so much judgment in my own head mm -hmm. of like, oh my God, he's going to think I'm, you know, doming. I am, you know, yeah. I'm not feminine enough, you know, because traditionally women are just supposed to like what surrender there yeah. and not ask for what they want. So there was like a lot of unpacking of my own ideas of what that meant yeah. when I'm asking for something or verbalizing it for the first time. Um, so that's that's really interesting. But yeah, remember that we all have the masculine and the feminine. It's really beautiful when your partner is also in the feminine and really receiving and unlocking their senses. Mm. And what I'm realizing with these exercises is that, um, yeah, pleasure is not just like, oh, I'm receiving and you're giving here. It's like a, an infinity sign that just flows. You can get so much pleasure from giving, from offering. Yeah. and watching their enjoyment of it and yeah. their senses. And what you learn is a lot of the nonverbals about your partner that, you know, their body will give you signs. Um, yeah, I would love to share um, three main tools, like when we yeah, are exploring um, sacred sexuality and also like that fuller body orgasm, like unlocking is um, uh, breath, uh, sound and movement hmm. those three things and very often again like from teenage years it's like like be quiet you know like we don't we, let your we parents tend, hear you oh god forbid yeah so that just that programs people for life like a lot of people don't use hmm. their voice and it's like for women giving birth like your voice is a life force it's air it's breath it's all connected right so like opening up your voice and you can give a lot of feedback to yourself to your partner also through voice more breath again if you're feeling energy moving somewhere this is not the time to tense like breathe into it more more like even breath work like inviting it into your body more and movement like that kundalini energy really coils in our pelvis it's not made to be stagnant mm -hmm. we're like traditionally for women we're not even made to be like on the bottom like that missionary position is the worst one for women i find mm. because it locks our pelvis like there's not a lot of movement 
And when we can like combine these three tools together of movement, of breath, of sound, that can move a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So three little tips there. I feel like you just gave us like a key to unlock, yeah, a key to unlock the, the full body experience. So Marina, if someone's listening to this, a woman's listening to this, or even a man, and they're saying, okay, you've piqued my interest. I'm really curious to explore this more and I need some support in exploring pleasure, exploring sacred sexuality. I know this is only one small part of the work you do. How, how can they get in touch with you? What, what is it that you offer that you're excited about offering to support women on this path? Oh, yeah, we have pleasure workshops that I do in person and online. And personally, I love to support women one-on-one with that journey. It's a strong, you know, journey of empowerment, of navigating the highs and lows, and, and also understanding the conditioning behind it. So I love to support women in that, and I see how that that power unlocks everything else for them, their self-love, their businesses, their way, their confidence in life. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a strong part of embodiment and the work that I do, uh, regulating the nervous system, again, creating strong boundaries and safety for yourself and exercising that pretty much everywhere. Mm -hmm. After you get the taste of it, it's like you start exercising that stuff everywhere. And it's actually really, really empowering and sexy, I find. Yeah. And it's getting more and more sexy out there in the world. Like I'd rather be with someone who's got their boundaries straight and mm -hmm. know what they want. So you're you feel good and safe with them. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm I'm yeah, onto starting like a pleasure revolution one day, because that's how we change the world is like one one yoni at a time. <laughs> <laughs> one body at a time. Yeah. Yeah, I think you already have started it. And I think there's so many women who need this, can be excited about this. So I really appreciate you coming on today and sharing your deep wisdom and your stories and just igniting, yes, to more pleasure. There's so much going on in the world. So for us to invite more of that in sounds really needed right now. So we're going to take a moment break and we're going to be right back with an intentional nudge. And Marina's going to share a few suggestions about how we could integrate this into our lives. So we just had such a juicy conversation and now we are doing our intentional nudge. And Marina, I'd just love for you to share a little brownie bite-sized recommendation of what we can do to bring more pleasure and more sacred sexuality into our lives this week. I would invite you to set that as an intention out of curiosity. Uh, what would happen if you tracked pleasure? just for the sake of it, without any specific goal of getting to another level, but just tracking pleasure, like bite-sized pieces, like, you know, putting your makeup on or w being in the shower, just like how much pleasure can you discover in your own body? Mm. When it comes to self-pleasuring, um, I love this practice of like inviting to discover again and track pleasure in your body before penetration. How much pleasure can you discover before any penetration? Discovering all these different zones in your body, following, tracking the yeses, respecting the no's, and it takes time. It takes time because sometimes we stumble upon 
uh, stillness, like there's nothing happening, and offering ourselves love, offering ourselves compassion and not judging those places again, but like holding that loving space. If nothing shows up, okay. So exploring that. I know it takes some time to get there, but how much pleasure can you discover, you know, before we jump into sex, penetration, um, and seeing where it takes you? Like even even being led by that pleasure of like, hmm, what could be pleasurable today? Maybe it's, you know, going to on a hike or like being led by that pleasure and allowing that the messages to come from your body. Your body will tell you. Your yoni is a, a cosmic womb, like it's a cosmic place for all creations. So being led from that place is just super juicy and so rewarding. Um, yeah. That's my invitation. Beautiful. It feels like, like let's all go on a, on a pleasure scavenger hunt, right? We're just going to search for the places where we can feel the pleasure, find more pleasure. I love it. So I want to thank you for joining us. And I know you are going to offer a beautiful Yoni meditation. And we'll put the links for that in the show notes. And we'll also put links for how to find you in your world. And I just want to make a deep heartfelt request to anyone who's listening to this if you know that there's another woman in your life who could use more pleasure could use an unlocking and opening of the sacred sexuality then please share this podcast with her invite her to come into our fully shining woman leading our world community come on over to marina's embodied feminine community and you will find lots of support and lots of love on your path. So thank you again, Marina. Oh, Megan, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure being with you. It has <laughs> been a pleasure. We did a good job. <laughs> now this is the part where I tell you how we can stay connected. I would love it if you would rate, review, and follow this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to your podcast. We're gathering over on Fully Shining Women Leading Our World on Mighty Networks, which is at fsw.care. You can follow me on Instagram at Megan Gilroy. And if you're interested in having a conversation about working with me privately, or whether the Fully Shining Women Wisdom School is a good fit for you, you can go to megangilroy.com to book a clarity call. Now, all this is in the show notes for you, and this has been edited and produced by Gilroy Productions. To hire us for your podcast, you can go to bit.ly slash Gilroy Pro. Thanks, Bodhi. I love you.